0: Hey, what's up, Bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel Documentary has come up with a streaming service app that's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR the number 1 to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So, you want to make sure you go to watch AGTV. .com use the code BAR the number 1 for 10% off Yo welcome to the bar come on and pull up a seat Reformation, yeah. The Bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, your earbuds, your Alexa, wherever you listen to The Bar. We're grateful that you're listening. It is Tuesday. It is The Bar and we are here. And man, I love starting the show off every week thanking the listeners for just being awesome listeners and sharing the show and telling people about this awesome podcast and I appreciate you guys so much and like I do every week I bring you an awesome guest this one is another awesome guest uh, coming all the way from the Arizona area I think he's still there Uh, we have on none other than Mr. John how are you sir I'm doing great great to be with you Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am super excited to have you. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule coming on the show. And I love to start the show by letting you introduce yourself to my listeners. Anything you want to share, whether it's personal or professional, you got the floor to do that right here.
1: Okay. well, my name is John Sampson. I'm originally from England and live now in the United States and I'm a full blown citizen and uh, was a word of faith pastor and really messed up in my thinking, and the Lord drew me out uh, some time back, back around the year 2000, 2001, and now I'm pastoring a church out here in Peoria, Arizona. It's really the the greater Phoenix area.
0: Gotcha, gotcha,
1: gotcha. Good
0: deal. Yeah, I, I think I first heard you on, I think it might be Apologia, Um, and then, um, I heard some other interviews that, that you've done and, and it definitely spoke to me. My listeners are very aware that I came out of the, uh, word of faith Pentecostal as well. Um, and my, uh, former pastor was on TBN. I I remember you said that you were connected with TBN thing. So, uh, before I tell too much of it, uh, just tell my listeners a little bit about, you know, your that background, that. How would you get into it, and then how, how God brought you out of it?
1: Yeah, well, at age 14, I really felt I encountered a biblical message, actually, and then was quickly swept up into what we would call the word of faith in its English format over the water and became really enamored with that and embraced it fully. Uh, I then went to a Bible college, as it's called over there, the equivalent of what we would call seminary here, and then uh, joined up with a man called Harry Greenwood, who would at that time have been the top word of faith preacher, I would say, although Mm -hmm. some might disagree, uh, in the the United Kingdom, and traveled with him as his associate and then uh, pastored as a co-pastor in England, came out here to Uh, the United States, and started a church from scratch over here, and was, uh, I thought, doing pretty well. I thought I was fairly sound in my doctrine, thought I knew what I knew, and then around the year 2000, at the end of that year, uh, a gentleman I'm sure you know of, Dr. R.C. Sproul, Mm. he came over from uh, Florida to do a conference, and I wanted to hear him because I'd heard him on the holiness of God, and uh, I thought he was uh, just a terrific teacher and uh, had a lot of respect for him but I, my heart sank when I heard what he was going to talk about predestination I thought oh anything but that subject please that's, <laughs> we're we're in the year 2000 now come on we've we've got over that and uh, it's a new millennium let's get over that silly stuff but here was a guy who was uh, I thought a brilliant guy coming to talk about something I thought was way past its sell-by date you know what I mean by that it, mm-hmm. it, we got over mm-hmm. that and um, I thought well he's going to Quote all of the uh, theologians of the past, and I'm not really interested in that. But uh, the moment he does so, I'm I'm kind of out of here. I'll I'll go. I ended up going, and but I sat on the back row because I thought if if he starts all of that, I'm I'm just out of here. Because unless you can prove it from scripture, I'm not interested. And the fact <laughs> is, he never did that. He just got out his Bible and started teaching and brought out uh stuff that I knew was absolutely true. But I thought, well, I've got other verses that can. Uh, refute what you say. What you, you you do have a point, but I've got other <laughs> voices. Well, uh, this was a Friday night, Saturday uh, morning conference. It wasn't too long, but he promised in the Saturday sessions he'd do a question and answer session. And I thought, well, that I, I need to go back for that because he, his house of cards is going to fall when anyone questions him.
0: So yeah, I thought, yeah,
1: yeah. well, um, and, and he says, "I know what you're going to say. Uh, here's here's the big questions. Uh, what about John three sixteen and and Second Peter three nine that refutes divine election and sovereignty, right? And those were the first couple of questions. And he handled those so well in the space of three four minutes that I, as a pastor, thinking I knew my stuff because I could quote the stuff, I could quote the verses. He showed." the shallowness of what I believed, And I realized Mm -hmm. I was in trouble. I was in big, big trouble. And it started a process, Dwayne, that took about uh, I'm almost ashamed to say it, but such was my traditions. It took about eight or nine months of really, really studying this uh, Mm -hmm. to come out on the other side, embracing what he was teaching. And others had an impact after that. Dr. James White, who became a friend of mine and others that were just Uh, amazing in their ability to stay with the text. And and what I found was, now looking back, the fact that I was interested in studying this uh, was actually a work of grace, because many times, I'm sure you found it, you you go and talk to your friends who are involved in whatever they're involved in, and uh, they're not interested. They won't go to the text. And so Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I trust that's true of the audience who are listening today that they do have this desire that is God given to, to, to know the truth, to know the truth of God's word in its context and rightly dividing the word of truth.
0: Right. Right. Wow. That's so good. Um, and, and you're, you're so right. Uh, especially those that listen to the bar, we are biblical and reform. Some people say that's, uh, the same thing. I get it, but the acronyms are cool. Um, but Uh, we definitely, uh, uh, definitely, you know, seek out uh, the truth through scripture. And, and even with my journey, uh, uh, it was actually it wasn't as abrupt. I would have loved to have, you know, my 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 house of cards kicked over by Dr. R.C. Sproul. That was definitely <laughs> a, a privilege um, for yeah. sure to have it that way, man, because I uh, talk about an excellent uh, expositor and teacher um uh definitely definitely uh, uh miss miss that that great man um so yeah, talk too. about the um you know while you were I know I meant, you we mentioned about being on TBN and and the, yeah. the different connections do do a little name drop man sue, to, sue who 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 were some of the people that you actually had uh connections with or or met or or things like that
1: yeah, I'd met quite a few, uh, Jesse Deplanis, and uh, some of the other guys. There was a gentleman most in the Word of Faith movement would know of, called Andrew Womack. And, oh yeah, uh, he was a friend of mine, and he'd stayed many times in my home. We used to have him come preach at the church. Our church had grown to about three hundred folk from scratch at that point uh, when all of this started to transpire. And uh, yeah, he was he was a uh, uh, very well known, but he's uh, even more well known now. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, he he stayed in my home many times, and um, don't don't know too many of the name dropping uh, names in terms of <laughs> I've met them, I've shake, shaken their hand, and that, right. but uh, I knew I, I knew Andrew very well.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So when I was, uh, at the church, um, I was in the band, so I got to be in the green right. room with, with, uh, with Benny Hinn, um, just yeah. the um, Bishop, uh, Eddie long, you know, so right. I, I got to, to, to be around all those guys. So I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. And it's yeah. funny because, uh, Andrew, uh, now is he's talking about grace, but it's, it's, it's a, uh, what do they call it? Antinomianism, you know, drop mm. the old Testament kind of grace. Have you, have you heard mm. any of his recent stuff?
1: I've kind of kept away the last few years, but <laughs> I know that that, that was a tendency of his. He he talks about, uh, the true nature of God. I know he's got a book out on that where he, he says that the new Testament reveals the true nature and you only have a shadow in the old Testament. And, um, mm it's really a it's like a half truth which is most mostly where yep. all of the lies come from because sure. there is a uh th- there are types and shadows in the old testament but not on the nature of god the true nature right. of god is seen right through the scripture and and um yeah we we see the same god in the old and the new testament he's absolutely holy and he's uh, a god of love and there's no contradiction and he's not Growing, he's not different, and then the mm. revelation of the scripture is not uh half baked in the old testament and gets clear in the new, it's uh the Bible, all of the Bible is inspired by God,
0: amen, amen to that, sir. Totally agree. So, um, talk about uh the transition that the church went through because I'm, I'm you as a pastor, <laughs> let let's, yeah. let's get into that because I have quite a few close friends of mine that uh that are in the word of faith we were all in it together and then as i'm exposing them to you know uh things that they're doing that's not biblical you know it's almost like they're like well i can't because you know i can't turn this ship you know in one sunday talk about that man i I would love to hear how that went the the transition how everything fell out yeah
1: Yeah, I can talk about what I did and now looking back what I should have done. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. Um, Yeah, what I did was uh, I studied it and uh, was in what I call my study cocoon, where I wasn't telling anybody about anything. I was just studying. Mm -hmm. I I ordered everything I could once I went to that Sproul conference and maxed my credit card and just uh, sat in my office a lot and learned and uh, unlearned. But about nine months after this process had started, I was absolutely convinced of what we would now call the doctrines of grace, Calvinism, the five points uh, of of the doctrines of grace. But what I did was one Sunday got up and I did what I shouldn't have done. And here's the thing, it took me nine months. I was Mm -hmm. expecting everyone to change on a dime the first time they heard it. They, Mm -hmm. They were coming to church thinking, They're coming to a word of faith, charismatic Mm -hmm. church. And here I am, Uh, Duane, what I did was I got up and I preached on Ephesians um, (laughs) 2.1, you know, and uh, it was, the title was, what is it about dead do you not understand? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And uh, and, uh, I I look back and think, no, that's not how you do it. And, uh, you know, right in the middle of that sermon, my secretary's, husband got up shouting john three sixteen, walked out and i haven't seen him again since wow. uh obviously took took his wife with him and uh his son who was in the praise and worship team as we had it back then and um yeah it started a commotion and uh a lot of folk left within about three four weeks and then um it was kind of panic stations because we just moved into a new building and we were growing mm. and um it was not the time to do this but i'm i'm the kind of guy i think uh, I, you and i have the same kind of spirit if we see it in the text we're going
0: mm-hmm. there. oh yeah and, for
1: sure. uh, I and i didn't hold back and what was gracious of god <clears throat> was i did have a a radio program and because i was teaching this on the radio anyone who were visiting were knowing what they're going to get when they came and so the gotcha. lord was so gracious that the, the the back door was just about the same size as the front door, and we, we kept going. But I then went on to uh, a, a, an R.C. Sproul pastor's conference, and uh, he, he was just an amazing guy, as you've just a- already described. But I asked the question, what do you do when you've got to overcome the teaching of the former pastor, and the former pastor is yourself? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh <laughs> He says, "Now, what you don't do is get up one Sunday and just announce <laughs> the church, we're now Calvinist, and uh, you know we're 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 going for the doctrines of grace, and give your people time mm-hmm. to not not see these things in the the theologians, but most Christians uh, love Jesus. Show them the doctrines from the lips of Jesus, and mm-hmm. if you're going to uh, work." verse by verse through a book of the bible if you see the subject of divine election in the text teach it and then move on to the next verse and that way they won't think you're on this hobby horse Mm -hmm. of just trying to beat them into a corner because you beat them into a corner with a sermon like that and uh they're they're either going to submit and say yes you're right or else they're going to run because they've never encountered anything like it before and they weren't expecting it Mm. but allow them to see these things from the lips of jesus let let them see paul saying it rather than quoting all of the guys you now love um he joked with me he says well because i told him you uh, it's actually your problem. You you started this school because uh, I was I was minding my own business as a deceived guy. And you came and he interrupted me and he said, a- and-, and you asked Calvin into your heart. <laughs> 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 and, and I said, yeah, I guess that's how you can put it. And uh, uh, yeah, but he said, you know, just just treat them the way the Lord has treated you. Mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. And that was gently verse by verse. Let them see it in the text, but don't be beating this uh like like they have to make a change in the next five minutes, or else they can't come up, can't, they can't come back again,
0: right, wow, that's such wise counsel, man um it is, it is. <laughs> I guess you wish you got it a little sooner, huh
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, but it was it's was really painful, very, very yeah. painful, because sure. you lose friends and you lose oh you yeah. think I can lose a friend in a sermon, really. Mm-hmm. um you know mm-hmm. people that you've known over a decade and and there they go and and um wow he said that the the reason why people are so adamant in their opposition and this was really insightful for me he says three reasons get this down he said get this down one is they uh have a uh, an, uh a view of the love of god which is universal to the point where god loves everyone the exact same way and you suggesting anything different means that they now have to defend what they believe is the character of God. That's a big obstacle. Number mm-hmm. two, the, the, the idea of free will. We've got a pagan understanding of the will in America and in the Western world, and it's not biblical, but you start saying that uh, God has to change your heart before you can believe in him. They think that's a violation of something fundamental to the Christian faith, which is God has given everyone free will, and he'd never violate that. And then the third one he says, Now this may sound soppy and emotional, but it's just as powerful as the other two. It might even be more powerful and that is what he called love lines. And I thought love yeah. lines. And what he meant by that was the person who's led them to Christ or their favorite Bible teacher has told them stay away from Calvinism. It's wrong. Right. And for right. them to even look at the subject would feel like a betrayal of their loyalty to the one who's been so instrumental in their Christian life and I thought that sure. that is half that that that's that's something we don't always talk about but
0: that's very it's, true it's
1: true if 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 uh brother so and so has led you to the lord and said uh here's your first bible uh here's a good church for you maybe it's the pastor of the church and he's from the pulpit saying don't go there don't go there it, it's a, it feels like a betrayal to look at the scripture even if the the calvinist guy is saying can we go to the scripture
0: Exactly. Wow. Very, 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 very great points. Wow, wow, wow.
1: Yeah. I was listening with uh,
0: with a lot of attention. I'm sure. And I said, where were
1: you? You know, there should have been an after-conference help for the guy who gets this, you
0: know? (laughs) Right, right. That makes a lot of sense. Wow. So I I immediately, uh, when you were telling this whole story, thought about my process as well as, uh, like you said, it, it, kind of getting to yourself, studying or whatever. And then for yeah. me, I wasn't taking to the church, but I was taking it to my wife. And so wow. I, yeah, wow. which is a whole nother level. Like I had to really, yeah. you know, handle it with care, you know, pastoral care. I mean, I, I literally, I did not yeah. rush her. Um, I, 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 you know, was very, you know, I would interject here and there when I heard her say certain stuff and uh it's funny because I, I, it almost seems like a, a word of faith method, but I would leave like uh Steve Lawson YouTube's clips playing when I go to work. I'll leave it playing and and uh <laughs> and, and one day she was like, Oh, God is God is sovereign. Like, you know, it just he wow. said something at the right time, you know, God used that. And really? uh and 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 it, it was amazing. Uh, you know that that light bulb went off, and and I didn't even have to force it or anything. Like I said, it seemed like a word of faith method. Like I let the <laughs> let the <laughs> Bible under <laughs> a pillow or something, you know. But I, <laughs> I, I let the those YouTube's uh playing, man. So that that definitely spoke volumes to me. Uh, just hearing that experience, <laughs> and and I hope it helps someone else that's that's listening, man. Because like I said, I have a lot of friends that are yeah discovering the truth of the, of the, you know, of understanding, you know, the sovereignty of God and, and yeah. his role in salvation. And, and, but they, they, like you said, the life, the, the love line or lifeline, I can't remember what you said. That one is, is love is line. Yeah. Love line. Love that's lines, right. Yeah. That one, yeah. that, like you said, we don't talk about that one much, but that one yeah. may be like the biggest thing that's holding those guys yeah. because yeah. someone they admire, you know, taught yeah. them against it. Wow. Really, really good, yeah. man. So right here, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Daryl, and I'm here with my wife, Karen. What's up? And we're the hosts of the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, the podcast that seeks to answer the question that we all ask, what are we even doing here? We cover topics such as marriage, family, life, and living a Christian life in this crazy world. We don't have all the answers, but we know where to look. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud as we seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here grace and peace all right we're back in here with my good friend pastor john and uh what we like to do on this side, John, is 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 more uh, kind of a fun. These are fun questions, and I really, really, again, want to thank you for coming on the show, uh, and and taking time out of your schedule. And um, I always, I, yeah.
1: I, I feel that uh, I've got entirely the wrong accent to be with you, but you're very gracious. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool, man. That's cool. No,
0: it's, that's that's all I, good. I grew man.
1: up about 21 miles from Liverpool, Beatles country. And uh, you know, and I was once in Liverpool. I'll tell you a very, very, very quick story. I was in once in Liverpool, know the city fairly well. Talking to a guy, and I said, "Uh, "Where you live?" And he says, "I live on Penny Lane." I said, Mm. "Oh, that's where everything started for the Beatles. You must be a huge fan." He says, "No," I said, (laughs) "No." He said, uh, "No." I went to school with Ringo. Didn't like him then don't mm. like him now. Wow. <laughs> and uh I said but there's been a revolution outside your front door. He says, "Yep, and I've uh, been against it the whole time." <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is funny. That is funny. And yeah. actually that's a good segue to my first signature bar question. These are three questions I ask all of my, my all of my guests and the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Is it Beatles?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Um I I've 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 prepare right now um the the services at at the church uh we're we're transitioning to um you know more live music but uh it means that the ma- in the meantime I'm listening to a lot of hymns I'm listening to uh, a lot of uh, the Gettys the uh, Shane and Shane and um so, some of the uh, even even Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir if they've got a good uh, hymn that is is lively uh so right now that would be how i'd answer the question maybe it would be different uh, a year or two from now but uh, because that's that's my responsibility right now till we transition i'm i'm li- listening on a lot to hymns
0: gotcha okay good deal all right next signature bar question is what book or books are you currently reading
1: hmm That's a, that's a very good question. I've got about six or eight books. Um, I'm studying because I'm going through the gospel of John. I have commentaries on John and, um, I think sometimes we make a a false distinction between study books, books we use for study and books we use for devotion because I believe you can do both within a study book. You can make it a devotion. Mm. Um, but i read books on leadership uh john maxwell material's been helpful but um i, I mostly i'm i'm reading on uh help helps for marriage um books like uh, the hand of god by alistair Begg. i've been reading just recently just a great book on god's providence um, a lot of uh books on um how to interpret the bible i'm kinda of working on on something myself uh putting putting together twenty rules of interpretation for the Bible, so many of the books are along those lines of study because uh you've got to be fresh for for each week as you as your pastor at church and not just be saying the same sermon with a different title every week mhm <laughs> mhm yeah gotcha okay good deal all right
0: last signature bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to if any
1: i listen to uh dr james white's uh dividing line broadcast uh i've had the privilege of being on there a number of times uh myself when when he's been out of town um there's a podcast called bridge b-r-i-d-g-e and it's a fairly <laughs> new uh podcast but uh you're laughing you know about it oh i love those guys
0: man me and julio are are good friends he actually is he actually the one that gave me your contact
1: (laughs) is that right okay yeah Yeah, i listen in and they've got some great guests in in recent months and uh, i listen to that and uh i i probably hear two or three podcasts a week so i'm probably not the best one to talk to on that but uh, i'm normally using my car time for uh uh bible teaching and uh rather than up to the minute podcast although you know many many good ones are out there including of course yours great to be oh, with you today. You. Yes sir
0: good deal yeah man shout out to the bridge man those guys are awesome uh always miss uh, well uh, I
1: remember Chris Armstrong ahead. uh Chris Armsden uh Iron Sharpens Iron uh podcast he's a good friend of mine. By the way he says hello to you. I talked to him early today. Yeah, that's my buddy man yeah, I listened to him, and and he wanted to make sure I said hello to you. So. Appreciate that. Yeah, big big
0: shout out to Chris, man. That's that's my my buddy. Had the privilege of meeting <laughs> him a couple of years ago at G three, and because uh, right. I always I always told him, man, I was like, he he was one of the pioneers, man, uh, when it comes to this yeah. style of, uh, of of radio, man, and definitely hats yeah. off to 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 Chris and and the guys at bridge. So yes, sir, man, I really, really enjoy talking to you today, John. And, um, what I like to do to end the show, man, is give you the floor to uh, give a word of encouragement or anything, inspiration, anything to my listeners. And then we'll close out of here.
1: Okay. Let me always bring it back to the gospel. As much as we love the doctrines of grace, uh, they are the overflow of understanding the biblical gospel. And that starts with the bad news, and that is that God is good. And that's bad news for us because he's good in everything, including judging. He's a holy God, and as a good judge, he must punish all sin. And we have grieved God by our words, our thoughts, our actions every day of our lives. And we are in direct opposition to God, in hostility to God, and God has every right to wipe us all off the planet he uh he is absolutely holy and yet this same god is a god of love who sent his son the second person of the godhead the lord jesus christ who was born of a virgin lived a sinless life which is miraculous but that was the life he lived then he went to the cross and absorbed the anger the wrath of god due to us as our substitute so that anyone who believes in him is given as a gift the life of Christ credited to their account and the death of Christ credited to their account. He died for our sins, but he also lived for our righteousness. Our sins were transferred to Christ on the cross. He bore them, 1 Peter 2:24. He bore our sins and his body on the tree. And that gift of his life is credited to our account, so that anyone who believes in him, their sins are forgiven and righteousness, perfect righteousness is given to them as a gift so that they can stand before God holy and just because of the work of someone else, the substitute. This one is now risen from the dead. He's interceding for his people. He's Lord of all. He's Lord of glory. He's ruling the universe. And he commands rather than simply invites. He commands us to come under his rule, repent and believe in him. But anyone who does so is given eternal life, which is forever. Amen. Wow. Yes,
0: sir. Always back to the gospel. That's what we do here at the yes. bar. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, sir, for like I said, taking time out of your schedule, definitely, definitely enjoyed it. Uh and and while I remember also uh we're gonna make Dr. White jealous because uh we've been trying to get him on the show for a while, schedule conflicts, and now that you beat him on the show, we can really uh <laughs> brag about it uh to him, which you don't get to do that much with with Dr. White. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To the listeners, make sure you guys check out The Bar every week, your favorite podcast every Tuesday. Make sure you check out everything we have on The Bar Network. That means Monday, Pastor Discussion. Tuesday, The Bar. Wednesday, Just Thinking. Thursday, Mario Esco Live and Bar's Biblical Forum Spitters. And every other Saturday, Truth of Fire, the podcast. Make sure you also, also check out Kaleo Scope. Shout out to everybody that's connected with us. Big shout out to Biblical and Reform Instagram page page uh miss uh golly i forgot name leaves me right this second but i appreciate you helping me out online and make sure you also go to bargear.com, get you some bar gear we got shirts hats polos everything you want with the bar gear on it check it out until next time you guys god bless you and we are out what's up bar listeners is finally here the bar exclusive content yes that's right you can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month $50 for the year to get exclusive content what is the exclusive content I'm glad you asked The exclusive content is additional information from my guests extra time with them and like the green moon setting laid back them asking me questions I ask them questions and also the Facebook group you get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many, many more. Make sure you sign up. The link's in the show notes. Join the VIP inside the bar group and we'll see you there.